the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Hello and welcome to Bisberg. I'm your host, John Hall. Today, the program is sponsored by City Mission of Washington, Pennsylvania. Look for City Mission on the web at CityMission.org. Joining us today is the president and the CEO of City Mission, Dean Gartland. And Dean Friend, it's always a pleasure to check in because um, I love City Mission and the work that you do changing hearts and minds to Jesus. Well, it's great to be here, John, and uh, it's always a pleasure talking with you. Dean, um, I'm looking at City Mission uh, the other day. I I follow, of course, uh, along on um, social media and uh, on Instagram, uh, one of uh, somebody within the organization at City posted a photograph of, I believe, the very first church service held at City Mission many decades ago. Uh, You've seen the photograph, have you not? I have, yes. Well, I'll tell you I what, mean, that takes you, it really does take you back <laughs> several years. I wasn't there, though, John. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm not, I wasn't going to tag you in that, but I'm glad you brought that up, Dean. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, to look at that photograph, I mean, it's, you know, what you'd imagine. Uh, what year was that, Dean? Well, that, that chapel service probably was more around, um, I'm going to say, somewhere in the 50s. 50s uh, yes. City Mission actually started in 1941 um, and had uh, a couple of places here in Washington where it was located, and it kind of made its way. So that photo was probably more in the 50s. Well, I mean, it's a striking photo. I mean, I bring it up because I really had to pause and look at it for a good long time because – it's a small room. Maybe there's, I don't know, 30, 40 people in attendance, men and women, uh, a, a pastor standing, of course, alone at a small podium. And you think, I mean, God is so good from those very, very humble, meager beginnings, having no idea, you know, decades and decades later, all the different lives, the men, the women, the children, the veterans, all those lives that were changed for the good And it starts just one small mustard seed forward. And there's great strength and power in that. Oh, absolutely. And when you think about it, Bert McCausland, who is a a, a pastor here in in Washington and a a businessman, but he had uh, experienced this, uh, you know, when he saw uh, someone, a person with alcohol problem was being, you know, ushered out of an establishment. uh, And uh, his uh, thought was simply, Boy, there should be a place for people like this to go, uh, who didn't have a place, didn't you know, needed help, and so uh, out of that simple care and concern uh, that Reverend McCausland had for this individual, uh, really what birthed uh, the city mission uh, back in 1941. Fabulous. So, Dean, uh, let's talk present day. But of course, you know. Uh, the engine, the work that City Mission does involves hundreds and hundreds of people on a daily basis. And especially during these very difficult COVID times where protocol has to be followed very carefully, uh, that requires a lot of people all moving in the same direction. And with that, all those people, 
there's also a, a large financial piece of this as well. I mean, you've got full-time employees, part-time employees, there's meals, there's chapel, there's, you know, laundry, there's all the different things of what it is to be alive in this 21st century. And of course, all that requires money to drive that. Now, I know that for many years, you've done a, a fundraiser, which has been the highlight of the city mission work. It's something called Sweet Sunday, and I've attended in the past. It's really a great celebration of the community around you in Washington, Pennsylvania. And of course, Sweet Sunday, the name implies there's a lot of sweetness, whether it's from the hearts of people or of the treats, all the desserts, the chocolate, the uh, celebration that takes place. Now, of course, with COVID this year, because COVID ruins everything, you're not going to be in person with Sweet Sunday this year. You'll do a virtual Sweet Sunday. And and I guess the problem is, I mean, if you could do a virtual sweet Sunday and everybody could just reach out and uh, have some sweet treats and then give in accordance with that, that'd be a good thing to do. But it's a very difficult thing, isn't it? It is. And this is, you know, it, the the challenge around this, obviously, is the fact that, you know, here we are. I mean, this uh, Sweet Sunday has been going on for many, many years, and the uh, it is our biggest fundraising event of the year. Uh, but uh, during this situation that we're in, uh, we've had to kind of figure out a way to change this. They ha- continue to have the event, but have it differently. And so this whole idea of the virtual event, uh, we've been planning this and working on this for uh, several months now, trying to uh, figure out how we were going to do this. So it, I think we've got it kind of figured out here, and um, and it's still going to be a great event. It's just it's just that it's going to be virtual. And uh, we still are looking for folks who want to be sponsors. Uh, We're still uh, looking for uh, some vendors who really want to be able to put their suites out there. So for those of the people that are listening that have attended Sweet Sunday uh, over the years, uh, I want to encourage them to continue to uh, follow us here because the event will be February 28th, and we will have many of the same – uh, elements that they're used to and going to the event. Uh, we are going to have some live music. Uh, uh, Scott Blazy from the Clarks is going to do a concert, a, li- a live Facebook concert for us um, on that Sunday. Uh, we're also going to have auction items that are going to be put up online uh, two weeks ahead of time so that people have time to be able to look at them, look at the auction items, decide on what they would like to bid on and so forth. And, be able, and that's just a a great a fun time to be able to do that. Uh, we have sponsorship opportunities uh, for people that even those who just want to just want to donate, they can uh, go online and just donate uh, to the city mission as a result of that. But that's uh, uh, so we're, we're really looking forward to this. We're going to be people are still going to be able to buy suites. Uh, so we have a number of vendors already on on online that, uh, that are going to provide uh, they're sweet items, and so people are going to be able to buy them online, and we're going to have a slew of volunteers that are going to be driving uh, those uh, purchased uh, uh, suites, and we're going to be delivering them uh, to their homes and uh, so that people don't even have to come to the mission to pick it up. They can, we will deliver them to their home. So this is a, it's going to be an interesting uh, way of doing this event. Uh, we are absolutely extremely grateful uh, for all those that have come over the years, for all the vendors who have participated, for all of our sponsors uh, who have participated over the years. 
so we're encouraging everyone if you if you've done this in the past if you've been part of sweet sunday uh either as a volunteer or as a sponsor or just as a donor please continue your tradition of being a sweet sunday involved person and uh continue to support sweet sunday it is our biggest fundraiser of the year and we're certainly hoping to be able to see a a good bit of uh folks be able to, to continue to participate Fabulous. February 28th, the annual Sweet Sunday that benefits the city mission in Washington, PA. So, uh, Dean, uh, on the 28th, the event, of course, goes live. And as you said, uh, things are happening right now online. So I would imagine people would go to the city uh, mission website, citymission.org. Now, is there an official start time of the event or just does it open up, um, you know, at any particular uh, time on the 28th? Uh, no, it's going to be from noon to uh, six, which is normally the same, the regular time that everybody's used to. Uh, Sweet Sunday, so I mean, we'll be drawing the auction item numbers. We we actually will even have a wreath of wealth uh, valued at thirty five hundred dollars of all kinds of gift cards. Uh, so, which is very popular at Sweet Sunday, where people can uh, buy a ticket, and uh, we'll be pulling those tickets for people to win some of these prizes. It's going to be a really a fun time. It, it's always been a family fun event for people to come, listen to entertainment, be able to uh, bid on auction items, uh, buy the tickets for the uh, wreath of wealth. And the um, and so all those things are still going to be in place, uh, but it's just that it's, it is going to uh, be a day of uh, a lot of activity, but most of it will be, uh, all of it is going to be live online. But people are all are going to be able to bid and um, um, follow the same basic format uh, as we did in the past. Fabulous. So if you just joined us, this is Bisberg. I'm John Hall. Today the program is sponsored by City Mission in Washington, Pennsylvania. We're speaking with Dean Gartland. Dean is the president and the CEO of City Mission. Dean, uh, let's move forward. Uh, you know, uh, what I love is that when we talk from time to time, you'll always bring a resident of the City Mission. And uh, today I'm really excited to speak with Travis C., uh, Travis, welcome to the show. How you doing? Real good. Hey, thanks for being with us, Travis. I mean, it requires a measure of courage to step out and uh, come on the radio like this. So, uh, Travis, if you don't mind, you know, um, when we bring uh, residents on from uh, the city mission, they always experience, they always talk to us about their experience and as they found their way into the mission. So w- would you start from the, the perhaps the very beginning uh, and talk about your life, um, you know, uh, the, the chaos with drugs and alcohol? Well, first of all, life wasn't the greatest growing up. And that's not why I did drugs and alcohol. But 15, I found drugs and rolled with that till for pretty much about 20 years. So I was 35. Um, I went to rehab. I met Doug Bush in rehab. And Doug Bush is the sole reason that I'm here right now. Uh, the mission is the reason that I'm still clean today. Today is actually four months that I've been clean. So I'm kind of excited about that. That's the longest I've went since I've been 15 years old, which is crazy to say, but that's the honest to God truth right there. No, that's Um, good. Yeah. I mean, that's powerful. And, and, you know, and Travis, what what I love is, you know, and you know this, I mean, when you go into the rooms, whether it's NA or AA, I mean, you know, people stand up and they'll go, I've been sober for 30 years or I've been sober for 40 years. And I think, man, how's that even work? And then guys come in and they'll go, well, I, I've been sober today. I've been sober the last 
two hours or, you know, even sometimes people say, I'm drunk right now. You know, mm-hmm. I'm high right now, but I'm still, I'm in these rooms and I'm trying to start over. So I appreciate that, all that. Uh, you know, there's some power in that. So four months, that's nothing to take lightly at all. And I, I appreciate that you appreciate it as well. So there's something there. Now, talk about that. I mean, you know, to walk into City Mission itself, that requires a measure of surrender, doesn't it? Oh, most definitely. I had no idea this place even existed. Like I said, uh, Doug Bush came every Sunday night and spoke at the rehab I was at. I had no idea who he was. And literally within 30 seconds, I had fallen in love with that man. He was just, he's a great person. And he's the whole reason that I had came here. And I'm so glad that I followed him here because my life would not be what it is today if I would not have done that. I have no idea what I would have did if I had just went back to the same place I was at as soon as I got out of rehab. I know I know for a fact I wouldn't be clean. I know I wouldn't be doing what I'm doing today. Um, I can't so talk, explain to you how grateful I am about that. That's Then talk about rehab. I mean, you know, um, people see, you know, if you've not been in rehab, of course, people, you know, see rehab, you know, um, in movies or television and whatnot. And, um, you know, there's a peak inside. And of course, every rehab is different and especially every rehab is different in the way that they look at God. You know, I mean, in the 12 steps in AA or NA, they talk about, you know, came to believe that a power greater than ourselves could restore us to sanity. And that, that, that to me is such a powerful call, right? That, that, you know, an alcoholic or, or an addict you, like yourself and like myself, you know, you're living decade after decade in some measure of insanity and to surrender to that, you know, to surrender to a new life, that's a gigantic moment. And for you, four months sober, talk about city mission and the power of that came to, came to believe in that surrender. There's just hope here. I mean, it's not written on the walls, but it's written all over the walls everywhere you go. You just see hope. I mean, there's people here that have drug and alcohol problems, and you see how they've been doing it. And people that don't still, I mean, they they just want to see us do good. The people that take this place for what it is truly do gain so much here. Um, I went full circle with that, to be totally honest. And I'm at the part where whatever they ask me to do here, I'm going to do because my way doesn't work. And their way definitely works wait so, so what do you mean you went full circle i just you know came in here i didn't want to really do a whole lot when i got here and that kind of changed pretty quick just seeing the people that were doing what they were supposed to be doing how happy they were and the people that weren't weren't <laughs> pretty much so they give you the choice here they give you enough rope to hang yourself or enough rope to get yourself better and i jumped on that and just ran with it fabulous okay so four months sober now um I mean, I've talked to people in City Mission. They've been there for, you know, a, a while. I mean, I know it's one day at a time, but, of course, everyone thinks, you know, at least near future. What do you think? What are your plans? Near future, I really don't have too many plans other than just going day by day, like you just said, trying to stay clean for that day. Um, I feel good when I wake up here. I feel safe here, which I never felt safe. I can't tell you the last time I felt safe, but I feel safe here. So that makes me want to do better it makes me want to feel everything that i haven't felt for decades to be totally honest everything's new every day is a new excursion a new beginning realistically um i mean what about, everything here what, is just great to be totally honest if you take it for what it's worth that feeling of safety uh 
a lot of people don't have that. So to, to even express that feeling, that, that's, that's a powerful sentiment. T- talk about, um, you know, the outside. W- what about family? I mean, for, you know, for a lot of addicts, you know, uh, I'm clean and then you go back out again. Or, w- w- I mean, family gets burnt so bad. So a, a lot of family, you know, they lose trust in, in the addict or the alcoholic. They, they just think this is how this guy's going to be until he takes his last breath. Have you, have you talked to family? Um, hit or miss. I'm working on that in therapy right now, to be honest about it. Uh, I was the type of person that would just leave and you'd get a phone call six months later and I'd be in Nevada. Um, I was never real close with my family, to be totally honest. And it was always just easier to run. This is the longest I've been in one place in many years. And I've been in Washington for about six months now. And like I said, I'm usually, I'm the type of guy that I'm just out the door. I'm gone. So me staying here says something about this place for sure. That's really good. All right. I mean, the idea that you're putting down roots, um, what about roots in faith? You know, I mean, that's a, it's a huge leap. I mean, a, a buddy of mine, when he first got sober, you know, and uh, he had no faith at all. And he would say, well, the, the, my only higher power is my work boots, because when I put my work boots on, I know that I'm going to go make a buck. And that's enough for me. I mean, I, and I get that. But, you know, at some point, you, you got to surrender to a higher power. So can you share a little bit with that, of, of where you are in your, faith, in your faith walk? Yeah, I came pretty far with that, even since rehab. There was a lady there who had spoke about it, and I believed in God when I was younger. And I don't want to say I stopped believing in God, but I stopped looking for God for many years. Um, and here, seeing someone that truly believes I mean, that's just, and again, that's just hope written all over it. I've come so far with God in my life since I've been here. Um, I was the, I was the type of person we grew up, we went to church on Christmas and Easter and no other times. So really didn't have any of that in my life until I got here. Um, we have services twice a week, Thursdays and Sundays here. And honestly, I look forward to the one on Sunday. I can't even tell you how much I look forward to that. Uh, we're on lockdown still here right now. They just started it all back up. So hopefully we're going to get out of here pretty soon. But there's a church right up the road here that I absolutely love going to. Pastor Whitlock runs it, and it's hands down amazing. Doug Bush runs one here on Sunday, too. I usually hit two every single Sunday. So I never went to church until I got here. So God is working good in my life as of right now for sure. That's really good, Travis. <laughs> that makes me happy to hear that. That really is it's excellent. Well, look, I mean, uh, thanks, and, and congratulations to you. Like I said, I mean, four months, that's a lot. I mean, that's really, really powerful. So, mm-hmm. uh, you know, keep showing up one day at a time, and uh, that new creation, uh, that's in motion. Congratulations to you. Thank you. Travis C., uh, you hear a story. I mean, I think that's true for a lot of people, right? You're out living your life, and you don't think about God, and, you know, things happen, and you meet people. I mean, I, I love people who are really sincere and really true and, and really know God. And, you know, they're not wagging their finger at you. They're just trying to put an arm around you and say, come on in, you know, share what I've got, experience what I've got. And I know for a fact that it's at city mission. No one's out there, you know, you know, pounding their chest. There's just a lot of humility there and a lot of people who are on the path with Christ in their life. So 
really, really appreciate that with the, the work that City Mission does. And of course, over the decades, you think about the thousands and thousands and thousands of men and women who have found a new life in Christ because of the work that's done every moment, every day at City Mission. That's a really powerful thing. And uh, I take great, uh, great comfort knowing that City Mission is here in Western Pennsylvania, turning people into new lives. Say, uh, I'm John Hall, and uh, the program is Bisberg. It is sponsored today by City Mission. If uh, you hear Travis's story and that resonates with you personally, or you, someone you love, you think, yeah, that's for me, or that's for someone I love, I would encourage you to check out City Mission online, citymission.org, or by calling right now, 724 222-8530-724-222-8530. With us right now, uh, again, uh, is the president and the CEO of City Mission, a guy who's just out there day-to-day in the trenches. And uh, Dean Gartland is back. Dean, uh, to hear Travis's story, that's an encouragement for the work that you're doing. It, it, it allows you to show up and say, I see the fruits of my labor. Well, yeah, and, and hearing Travis talk a little bit about the, you know, being here four months and where he is a, typically a person who <clears throat> takes off and just vanishes, uh, that's not a, you know, obviously it's not an unusual um, aspect of people in early recovery because it's it it's painful sometimes when you stop using drugs and alcohol and, you know, and it, it it's, you know, some people go through withdrawal, uh, some people are just, you know, it's it's almost like going through a divorce, and it's very painful and hurtful, and so a lot of people just, you know, take off and, and do things. But being that he stays, uh, and here he is at four months, uh, there's a lot of hope there that it, that as it, long as he continues to do this, works through those feelings that he has, because that's there's like a little clock inside of us that goes off and says, okay, it's time to go, and if we can work through and help our residents work through uh, that, when that clock goes off to work through those feelings, they have a much greater chance of being successful. And so uh, for Travis, I mean, I think there's a lot of hope for his future because uh, it definitely appears that he's working through those those clocks that go off inside of him that says, time to go. He's saying, no, I'm staying. And so that's a tremendous, uh, that's a great sign. Yeah, that really is a great sign. And, you know, credit to the staff that's there, you know, uh, to people who have, you know, been down that road, people can identify and say, well, look, I mean, that guy's like me. And if he can do it, well, I can do it as well. So that model that City Mission has, that's a really powerful thing. Hey, Dean, oh, uh, just yes. a few minutes left. Uh, okay. I, need, I need to just talk about, you know, the engine. And, of course, I, I want to go back to Sweet Sunday because, you know, COVID ruins everything. And of course, uh, the work that you're doing requires, you know, the engine of money to uh, allow people to stay there and to to be fed there and to find Jesus there. So just take a minute and and offer encouragement uh, in these final few minutes that we have left for people to either be a a sponsor with the Sweet Sunday or to go online uh, on February 28th and be part of Sweet Sunday. Yeah, this is a uh, again, as I said earlier, this is a our you know a major fundraising event of the year. It's 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 always been the a catalyst as we in the in the fall, um, as we ending winter and you know coming out of winter and and so many families enjoy uh, Sweet Sunday and being able to go to an event and hear you know entertainment throughout the day, enjoy a a, a wide variety of sweets and 
to be able to, you know, look at some auction items and, and, and get a ticket for the wreath of wealth. Well, all the proceeds from all of this goes right back into City Mission to help provide food, shelter, clothing, and hope for the, the 160 people that call City Mission home every night. And so uh, I'm encouraging people to please think, not just think about uh, this the event, but think about what happened as a result of supporting an event like this. It really does change and transform lives. It gives people like uh, Travis an opportunity for a brand new life. I mean, where would he be today if City Mission wasn't here and he didn't didn't come? I mean, he could have... Uh, he'd be on the road somewhere else, but the uh, the fact that he came here and so many others come here looking for shelter and safety and hope and a new life, and that's what happens when people give to the city mission, when they are able to support events like we have with Sweet Sunday as a sponsor or as just as a participant, somebody who buys some sweets or you know volunteers their time. They're making th- this very this mission possible. Uh, for the men, women, children, veterans uh, that need this kind of help. And so uh, their their support is critically, critically important for us uh, to help us maintain and keep our doors open to make sure that next person that walks down the street that says uh, they have no hope, they have nowhere to go, and they're looking for some place that they can come and sit, find uh, that hope right here at City Mission. Fabulous. Sweet Sunday, the virtual edition February 28th, February 28th, put a little red circle around your calendar to mark that date. Citymission.org is where Sweet Sunday is taking place this COVID year. Well, Dean, friend, always a pleasure. Thanks so much. Keep going strong. I know it, uh, it's not uh, easy work for you, but uh, certainly appreciate and admire all the work that you're doing. Well, thank you, John. Appreciate it. Well, you see, uh, by the resident Travis's story and by Dean's heart, the work that's being done. In a dark and broken world, it is good to have beacons of light, people who know and love Jesus and are on the front lines. And so we thank you for being with us today on Bisberg. Uh, Once again, look for City Mission online at citymission.org. Mark your calendar for Sweet Sunday, February 28th. Until next time, we will see you. God be with you.